All right. I know I'm looking a mess right now. <laughs> We're going to ride it out. By the way, for the YouTube watchers out there, you're like, oh, you said you better get the show logo of anybody else's brand. Listen, I know I could cover up this shirt, but it's a Celtic shirt, and it's got the Adidas logo and the NBA logo on it. And I'm like, you know what? Let me not cover up you know, the shirt because I don't feel like doing so. But I will say this because it has other brands' logos just to get, you know, just to clear shit up. Number one, these brands don't represent anything, anything that I say over here <laughs> in this episode, or just in general, do not, it's not associated with the NBA or Adidas or the Boston Celtics organization at all. It's just me, me, me speaking. That's number one. Number two, don't none of them motherfuckers sponsor me. So, you know what I'm saying? Calling them MFers is probably not going to get to get a sponsor from any of them, even no matter how much I love all three brands, to be honest with you. But yeah, sorry. But none of these businesses, these lovely businesses, let me put it that way, sponsor me. But going forward, NBA, Adidas, or the Boston Celtics, if you do want to sponsor, you know, reach out. You know, but anyways, it's your man Ernest, or you love Ernest, back again with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast, the final topical episode for the podcast of 2023, or at least the final episode where I'm talking about topics not about myself. So, with that being said, let's get right into it. Um, as I stated last week, I was going to talk about P. Diddy, Dwight Howard, and a bit about Josh Giddy as well. Um, probably the first two primarily simply because I already shared my thoughts about the whole Josh Giddy situation last week as it pertained to the lack of uh, effort and the lack of, uh, I guess, well, yeah, just pretty much a lack of effort from ESPN, Stephen A. Smith, uh, and it seemed as, though, seemed as though other sports media outlets in general when it came to Josh Giddy, simply because he's a white athlete as opposed to a black athlete who is in some type of legal battle, um, they want to blow the shit up. But, you know, racism still is a thing, even in the sports world. People can pretend like it isn't and act like it's not, uh, but it really is a thing in the sports. It's definitely a thing in the sports world, but, you know, you know, people try to pretend like things are just, you know, not, you know, present or whatever the case is, right? Um, if by any means, in any moment in time, you hear me clear my throat or sniffling, I'm not on drugs. <laughs> I was just recording the episode. Uh, I just finished recording for the episode of the My Two Cents podcast, and I did my rap results. Rap results. And I got emotional doing that uh, because the rap results are very emotional, you know, as I, they are. I do that every year. That will actually be the last episode for this podcast, uh, the Ernest Thoughts podcast. And I'll be released uh, in a couple weeks, uh, not next week because that's Christmas, but the week after that, New Year's Eve, I believe. But anyways, those are usually emotional results because of emotional episodes because I get really you know, emotional about the, the growth of the podcast and the feedback and stuff. So yeah, that's that's why you you I look best but all, <laughs> but also you're gonna hear the sniffling and all that. But 
far as Diddy and, and, and all this other shit, man, 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 what can I say? It's going to sound like I'm rambling um, because I'm intentionally rambling and I'm not going to, I'm going to speak on what I know as far as uh, just what I know. Like, I'm not gonna, I will try to leave articles in the description box below, but you know how that is, right? I'm not going to quote things this and the third. This is going to be a very haphazard reporting or just, yeah, reporting and lazy just way of reporting on this situation. And me talking about it in general and sharing my thoughts uh, simply because. I'm not going to add anything new to the discussion, or at least I don't think I'm going to add anything new to the discussion. A lot of what this stuff was revealed about all three of these dudes, Diddy, Dwight Howard, and Josh Kitty, happened weeks ago. A lot of what was said was said weeks ago. By yours truly, by the way, as well. You know? Um, when I mean weeks ago, I mean literally around Thanksgiving time. As I, as you know, I took my break then. I took two weeks off, and then I came back at the beginning of December this month. A lot of the news that was circling around that time happened around the time I I came back, and I was doing other topics, covering other topics. And by the time I got around to speaking about this stuff again. What is out there is out there, and um, there's really nothing new to say. But for those who simply still don't know, Diddy is accused of um, physical and emotional abuse of not just Cassie, Cassie being the pop singer, um, but a lot of other women as well. Uh, There are other people accusing Diddy of just foul play, whether foul play is you know, in a business sense of he did not pay them as much as they should have been paid. Um, foul play in other ways of this, that, and the third, other ways of abuse of power, just foul play in general. He's a, he's being accused of that, whether it's super dangerous or, you know, just money financially related, which is dangerous as well, but obviously not dangerous in the sense of raping somebody or physically or beating somebody or, you know, allegedly dangling somebody over a balcony like they're Michael Jackson's kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, all this stuff, right? It's it's dangerous. Um, I do want to say, though, that one thing that I do want to speak on that I feel as though hasn't been said already about Diddy's situation is uh, one of the few things that I will say is that I feel like a lot of the focus that I see... <clears throat> Be, especially on the outlets that I look into for news, uh, they're only covering rumors and not necessarily real life allegations. And it seems and it seems as though people are treating these rumors, especially the blackout. I'm not going to name names because they're not going to get shout outs. You know what I'm saying for this? Uh, even though they are black owned businesses and black owned businesses get free shout outs from me. But I don't want them to be painted in a light of just being super hellacious, uh, salacious, and all about, you know, 
BS like this. But if they continue to do shit like that, then they will get called out by me. This is just me trying to give them some grace because they're a black owned business. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm just being real with you. But there's one in particular that I'm thinking of right now um, that is has been reporting on this situation. And yeah, they've been report. They've reported on Cassie's allegations. They reported on other women's allegations as well. Other people's allegations of Diddy uh, harming them. But uh, it seems as though that a lot of the care, or there's a reporting aspect on the <clears throat> supposed, um, you know, sexuality of P Diddy. And, you know, about these parties that he has, you know, people in the industry talking about how, um, you know, if you go to a P. Diddy party, you're going to see this happen. It's going to be that. Or if you go to a P. Diddy party, you better be careful. You better not drink from, you know, you better not take a drink. You better not, you know, you better watch yourself, basically, because if you go, you you're liable to end up in this situation where you're going to end up seeing these types of situations happen. Um, and what they mean by that is you're going to see two men getting it on. <laughs> like, that's what it is. That's what it's alleged going on. I know Eddie Griffin recently did a stand-up thing, um, in his hometown of, of KC and, um, and he, he, he was not only awarded his own day uh, during that stand-up uh, presentation, uh, stand-up performance, but um, he made jokes about Diddy or comments about what he saw at a Diddy party, right? Cat Williams has made comments and others, other comedians and just other so, uh, celebrities in the past have made comments about what they've seen at you know, a Diddy party is what, you know, a lot of them, uh, you know, refer to it as just a party thrown by P. Diddy, right? Or at one of his places or whatever the case is. The thing is, what I want to talk about here is a lot of this focus seems to be on. Yeah, I know P. Diddy was crazy because niggas be having sex at his party. <laughs> at his parties with other dudes and to me it's like I feel like a lot of the focus from these people you know um, the jokes are funny don't get me wrong but a lot of the focus is like it's more it seems as though it's painting that two dudes minding their own business going off into a room somewhere doing their own thing is far more harmful than the alleged harm because you gotta say alleged, right? You know what I'm saying? Even though I truly believe that Diddy's guilty of the shit, I'll get into all of that. But you know, still gotta say alleged, whether I believe he's guilty or not. But and so don't take that as me trying to get him, you know, trying to you know, pause. I'm not trying to get him off, but <laughs> but don't try to take that as me trying to, you know, escape anything. Oh, fuck that nigga. Like, I don't fuck with Diddy. Fuck him. He another person I say fuck proudly. You know what I'm saying? Pause. Because you gotta say pause everything when it comes to, <laughs> when it comes to Diddy. See, even I'm falling into the, to the, to the jokes. But no, in all seriousness though, it seems as though people are treating 
what allegedly goes on because you don't even know if these things are true or not right just because a comedian says it doesn't make it true I also have I have a question for all you niggas that go to these parties and you heard you, you I know you've heard about these parties and yet you still ended up going and then now you acting like you surprised that you saw what you saw even though you know someone told you and hey, you gonna see this at this party and you still went there before kind of sus on your part but we gonna get to that anyways I'm rambling let me try to get focused I don't want the I don't want this whole thing to turn out this whole thing regarding Diddy and even Dwight Howard, which I'll talk about next. I don't want this whole thing to be be a it's wrong to for two men to, you know, have sex or whatever. If that's what they do, that's what they do. It's wrong when one of those men are married and then they go to a Diddy party or whoever's party and they want to do this thing. And if they're wife or their spouse if they're married to a man or just even if they're not married if they're with somebody right and this person is under the let's just say wife or girlfriend because it's usually someone who is uh, a lot of the actors um who were allegedly again found in these parties were uh you know straight presented men or whatever right so it's wrong when you are out there whether you're straight bisexual whatever the case is it's wrong if you are in a committed relationship, marriage, or just dating somebody, right? But in a committed relationship, nonetheless, with somebody, you go to a ditty party, you have sex with a man, or you're kissing up on a man, you're doing whatever with this man, and your wife or your girlfriend is just thinking you're having a good old time with Diddy. There's not a gay old time going on right now, or at least there's a gay time happening, but it's not the gay that we would all be thinking when someone says a gay old time. We're talking gay in the sense of a happy old time. But you are happy, so you are having a gay, gay old time. But at the same time, they don't think you're doing anything suspect. You know what I'm saying? Now, this is not coming from a place of homophobia. This is coming from a place of just keeping it real. You're lying to your spouse. You're lying to your girlfriend. All right. And again, this would still, I'd still say the same thing to these actors if they were in homosexual relationships. If your partner doesn't know you're cheating on them with some other random dude at a ditty party, you're still doing something wrong. You're not doing something wrong simply because you're doing it with another man doing something wrong because you're doing it behind the back of your partner it's really that simple if you was at a ditty party and you was having sex with a woman you was kissing up on a woman and you're with a woman and you got you have a wife or a girlfriend at home i would still say the same thing but a lot of the commentary surrounding this situation isn't diddy is wrong or diddy is disgusting because he is doing these things to these women he is harming cassie he is harming all these other women and he's just a bad um corrupt businessman um that's not the conversation that's that i see being had on the black platform specifically and just other platforms conversations I'm seeing being had is Diddy's disgusting because he's gay allegedly and he has gay niggas at his parties allegedly and if you go to a Diddy party you're gonna walk in on two niggas getting it on so if he if 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 he wasn't allegedly gay 
if people walked in, if Eddie Griffin and Cat Williams and whoever walked in to went to Diddy parties and they saw nothing but a bunch of dudes having sex with women, would it make what he has done to Cassie okay? What it makes what he's allegedly done to other people okay? No, it wouldn't. So what I'm trying to get at here is the sexuality of his alleged sexuality has zero to do with if he is wrong or not. He's wrong no matter if he's gay, straight, bi, whatever the fuck he is. He's wrong because he's an evil piece of shit and what he's alleged of doing is crazy shit. Simple as that. And we should not focus on now, unless there are men being sexually harmed at these parties, then sure, we need to focus on the sexual manners of these parties. But if it's consensual behavior going on between anyone, man and man, woman and woman, woman and man, whoever, at these parties, it is what it is. But if there's abuse going on of any kind at these parties, yeah, that needs to be brought up simple as that now branching off to the Dwight Howard thing I'm not going to do a cut I'm going to try to talk about uh, these guys all in the same soup because I do have two other topics to talk about so that's my thing about Diddy uh, I don't think I said everything else but going back to Diddy I <clears throat> or the Diddy party thing to the celebrities who because <laughs> they all have the same story I was walking through the hallway. You know, you're at a Diddy party, you know, so there's a lot of rooms and, and everything, and you just want to... That's my impression of Cat Williams and, 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 and Eddie Griffin, by the way. So I'm doing a Cat Eddie voice, you know, Eddie Cat. So you going, you just walking through all these rooms. You're, you're walking through the hallways. you just peeking through, and then you peek through this one room, and it, and it's a man big Dover and another man behind him putting shotgun channels and... Let me stop. So, that could be true. It could be. It could be true. That could be how his parties are organized. There's there's this big ass house. There's a bunch of rooms in this big ass house. You're walking through this hallway. You're peeking through rooms. I never been. I'm not really a big party person anyway. But when I went, when I did go to parties, I never found. I never had the inclination. I've been to parties at big houses. I've been with multiple rooms. I've never been the one that wanted to peek in rooms. Never. Only room I always wanted to know was where the fucking bathroom was. And it better be clean. The cleanest bathroom, let me put it that way. Where the bathroom was and where the exit was. So how to how to go to the bathroom and how to get the fuck up out of here. Uh, it's the only places I wanted to know. The only doors I would open is the door that would let me go to the bathroom, the bathroom door. And the door that got me out of that damn place. That was it. So I've never been one to want to go around and peek through rooms because I know what goes on at parties. You don't have to go to a Diddy party to know what goes on at parties. I've never been one that wanted to peek through a room. And and also, you can you don't have to open the door to know what the fuck is going on. You can put your ear through a fucking door and listen. To what is being what what's going on at these damn uh what's going on inside that room, and why are you being nosy like that? Anyways, I just think it's hella hella weird <clears throat> that many people and these aren't Cat Williams and Eddie Griffin. 
I'm joking on dudes, but they aren't the only two that I've heard detail the story like that. Like I said, they're all the same story. It's all, I, I was invited to a Diddy party. I went, I was just perusing around, right? Just being a curious cat. And I was walking through this hallway. I was just so amazed by this big house and it had all these rooms. And then I peeped in one of the rooms and there's Professor Ogilvy getting it on with another man. <laughs> you know, it's like, really? That's what everybody did. And that's why I made the comment earlier on. I'm like, really? Because I know these celebrities talks, especially in the comedic world. I know y'all talk. So it's like if one of the comedians saw, they should have, I know they told another person about it. Did curiosity get you? Did curiosity say, hmm, if so-and-so saw this at a Diddy con, uh, uh, party, I, I was about to say a Diddy con, that's crazy. <laughs> a Diddy con, a Diddy con as a Diddy convention for a Diddy party is crazy. I just, I, cr I, I really just created that. That's crazy. So one of these niggas went to a Diddy con, right? <laughs> a Diddy convention and allegedly saw some crazy stuff, right? Um, I know the comedian speak. And if you heard so-and-so say, hey, they went to Diddy con, right? They went to a Diddy con. And uh, that's what I'm gonna be calling them now, Diddy con, don't get that. But uh, <laughs> I went to a Diddy con and I saw so-and-so getting it on with another man. You know what I'm saying? And you decided, let me still go to a Diddy Con? To me, that says more about you than it does about Diddy and the Diddy conventions. You know what I'm saying? Again, as long as it all was consensual, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. I don't want to know. And I don't care. You know, when it becomes non-consensual, that's when it becomes a problem. So that's all I'm saying about that. Again, now... We're going to get on Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, for those who don't know, NBA player. As I said it before, what I say in this podcast or this wherever has nothing to do with the NBA or Adidas or the Boston Celtics or any other brand that might appear. Apple, shit, since I got the fucking box over there. Any other brand, Target bag, little trash bag over there. All right? Any other brand that might appear that... Probably should be blurred out, but I ain't got the tech for that, or at least I don't know how to do all that. Uh, it's me speaking, not them. It's me. You got a problem with something I said, take it up with me. Don't take it up with them. All right. Anyways, Dwight Howard, NBA star, or former NBA star, because um, he now plays in China, which I believe he got kicked out of the China League. Um, I don't know. But he, he is alleged of... Um, <clears throat> forcing a man to uh oh forcing a man to uh take a, a sexual act from him pretty much he uh forced a man into uh having a threesome with him and he also allegedly again forced this man to uh, receive oral sex from him. Now, Dwight Howard is another man who other people have questioned his sexuality. There was this uh, transgendered woman 
years ago who, you know, exposed him and said that they were doing things and he was harassing her, this and the third. It wasn't looking good. I believe I spoke on it. I don't remember if I did or not, but it wasn't looking good on his part uh, from the messages that uh, she had. I believe there was another man um, prior to this man coming out and saying Dwight Howard did some things uh, with him and all this other stuff. All this stuff was alleged. Um, I don't know if it actually went anywhere as far as and within a within the legal system. Um, I know I could do research on all that, but as I said at the beginning, man, it's gonna be a lazy ass. I'm already in vacation mode. Like I was, I was supposed to record this a lot earlier than uh, this episode is being recorded. Um, but I'm already in like straight up vacation mode. Like after I upload this, I'm just so ready to not upload for a fucking week. I'll record for a damn week. Love y'all, but man, holiday season gets me so dang lazy. But anyways, um, yeah. So he's another one. He's he's alleged of you know forcing somebody to you know do things that they don't they didn't want to do. Uh, the initial agreement was to my knowledge again uh feel free to correct me especially if you're on youtube because i know a lot of people like to comment on youtube um a lot of stupid shit but a lot of cool shit as well but be respectful within your comments either way either way it's still helping me yeah i don't give a damn um youtube cares about you know interactions not the value of your con your comment so yeah you're not really hurting it you're a creator you're not really hurting me or anybody else by commenting stupid shit Nonetheless, <clears throat> with that being said, um, to my knowledge, the man and Dwight agreed to actually meet up, right? So they were, it was, but it was supposed to be just a one on one meetup. So there was consensual, an agreement there that they were going to meet up and, and, and do all of that. Apparently, their agreement was just to meet up and kiss, meet up and make out, right? Uh, that was that but then you know as the guy entered in and him and Dwight was doing their thing another man came in and this is when the guy was pretty much the guy being the man that initially was uh, the, the man who was you know a legend Dwight Howard and another party of you know rape um, sexual assault rape whatever um, that, you know, he was pretty much taken by surprise. Like, listen, this is not what I signed up for. And, um, that's all I got to say about that situation. As far as the reporting goes, Dwight is saying, yeah, we agreed to meet up, uh, and all that stuff. Uh, but everything was consensual. Like you knew what you was getting into and he's just trying to use this, uh, moment to you know again capitalize on you know capitalize on some shit you know which actually does happen but I'm not gonna say if it that's the case for this situation I was sure Diddy and and, there, and I and like I said I do believe Diddy is guilty I believe that the reason Diddy tried to do the nice guy thing earlier on this year remember when he started paying a bunch of uh his former artists, they're giving, giving their masters back and, you know, hush money and shit. Um, 
a lot of that came with stipulations. I believe one of the former Danny D.K. members came out and was like, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't out of good faith. And I knew that wasn't out of good faith. And the reason why I didn't speak on that, because I knew more uh, situations was going to come out. I knew something deeper was going to come out. And I was on a wait and see basis, to be honest with you. You can say I'm lying. You can say I'm bullshitting. Anyone who knows me knows that I have a sixth sense for this, these types of things. So I don't feel the need to prove to you that I just knew something was up. Um, I don't even think you need to be a genius. You don't even necessarily have a deep sixth sense about these things to know. If you know how Diddy gets down or you at least you know about the, his ugly ass history. No, I'm not talking about his Diddy conventions, but I'm talking about, you know, some other stuff um, outside of the Diddy cons. Um, you know, you would know like this, that what him just giving off his masters, that wasn't out of good faith. Something deeper was coming. So I was like, something deeper is going to come. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm going to sit back and I'm going to wait and see what it is and then tie it all together. And guess what I did here? Sit back, wait, tying it all together. Boom. It's, you can hear that rain out there, right? Well, the window is up. So I'm just saying, um, but it sounds pretty nice to me. So I'm going to keep this window up unless it gets too crazy then I'm gonna have to put it down. But um, back to Dwight Howard, all right? So Dwight says, hey, I'm not guilty of it. This man knew what he was gonna get into. Simple as that. Whether I, 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 this is a situation that's different because I'm not going to assume he's lying. I'm also not going to assume that he's telling the truth. I will say this though. I do still have commentary to say about it, so I will keep up about it. Threesomes are not consensual. Surprises, surprise threesomes are not consensual. I don't care if it was another man and that man is gay, so of course he has sex with men. I'm just trying to shut, you know, my, my the cap to my water bottle, as you can see. Uh, but I don't care if it was that situation. I don't care if it was like, uh, you know, you're you're with a bisexual woman, right? And you bring another woman in. If that individual only agreed to have sex with you or to have some type of makeout session with you or to have some type of sexual act with you, that was the only thing that was agreed upon. It don't matter if they're gay and it's like, well, why are, you, why are you making it a big deal? Don't you have sex with men anyways? Don't you have sex with women anyways? It doesn't matter. The agreement was me and you, not me, you and them. You know what I'm saying? Not me, you and this other person. So yeah, if you bring somebody out it's non-consensual at that point. Whatever happens at that point, it's in the realm of non-consensual activity. And you know what that is. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this man, if things went down or are as, as he is saying, this man being, I don't know the victim's name, by the way. So I'm going to just refer to him as the victim or this man. So, you know, uh, 
this victim, if things are actually as what he say they are, he's got a case. He's definitely got a case because it don't matter if the man has sex with other men, that his agreement was to do what he did with, with, with Dwight Howard, not Dwight Howard and Dwight Howard's buddy that he met off Grindr or some shit or whatever the case is, or Dwight Howard and some other guy he met at a Diddy convention, allegedly. It was with Dwight Howard, you know? So, yeah, he's got a case in that situation. And I know the, 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 the crazy thing is there are going to be people like, well, why didn't he leave? You know, why didn't he leave? Why did he just get up? Why did he just go? Why? Yes, these are valid questions to an extent. But you, you're kind of like you can't necessarily, they're not necessarily the most valid question, you know. Because the man may have been in fear of his life. Dwight Howard is no slouch, my nigga. Like, he's a really big dude. This other guy that he may have gotten with him could have been the same height, could have same, been the same size. Either or, even if the dude was the same height as the victim, same height size as the victim. That guy and Dwight Howard, these are not guys that you can easily just fight. Fight off. You know what I'm saying? Unless you got the great equalizer on your side, which I'm assuming that the victim didn't have. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, he probably didn't feel the need. If he has one, he probably didn't feel the need to bring a weapon because he was under the impression again that it was just going to be him and Dwight Howard doing what they agreed to do. So why bring a weapon to a situation like that? You know? So I can totally understand you know, in that aspect, if that is what was going through his mind. Now, I understand that, and I can, like, sympathize um, or empathize or whatever, whatever the word is that means that you you actually went through it, because I've never gone through anything like that, uh, thankfully, you know? Uh, but I'm the, type of we- I'm the type of person I bring my weapon around, so... You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't find myself in a situation like that, but God forbid something happens. I got the great equalizer on my side and God on my side and whatever happens, happens. But that's just how I roll personally. But just because I roll like that doesn't mean everybody has to roll like that. In fact, I shouldn't have to roll like that. I shouldn't have to feel the need to bring that around in order for me to feel safe somewhere. But I'm also the individual that's like, if I feel as though I gotta do this or bring this somewhere or I have to do X, Y, and Z to go somewhere, I'm just simply not gonna go. But again, that's not, that's me. I am not saying because it's me that <clears throat> the victim, uh, the alleged victim is is wrong or they're stupid or they deserve to, have to get what they got. No, nobody deserves to be forced into anything. He probably did what he did again out of fear and out of, okay, I'm here. I have to, you know, I did tell Dwight that I want to do X, Y, and Z, even though it wasn't with this other individual. It is what it is, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, it was just, it seemed like a horrific situation for Duke, you know? So, for anyone trying to make it, trying to be insensitive to the thing because it's a man, 
And also because it's a gay man. You know, if you were looking for for uh, homophobia or just me to never mind these situations and ignore it and act like it's not a big deal or act like, again, the biggest crime or the crime, the real crime is two men having sex. That's not what's going on over here. That's not what that is not what I'm going to you know do on this podcast. That's not what I ever do. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not what we do over here. If that's what you're looking for, if this is what you shout out to the YouTube subscribers, you know what I'm saying? But if that's what you thought was going to happen over here, sorely mistaken. Now you you decide whether you want to stay subscribed or not. That's your it's your choice. But that's not the podcast. You know, we're not gonna focus on. Oh my God, he's having sex with men. Let's just talk about that. No, let's talk about the harm that he's alleged of doing. Let's talk about the harm that Diddy is doing. And I'm not talking about the Diddy convention harms because as long as there's no harms going on at the Diddy conventions, I ain't got nothing to talk about with them. I'm not going to talk about let's cancel the motherfuckers. If you got a problem with men getting it on and you hear things about these conventions, don't go to them. That's everybody. I don't give a fuck if you're a comedian that I fuck with or you're just a nobody that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Don't go to these conventions if you're like, oh, I had some weird shit's going on here. Or I heard about these things. So why'd you still go? Anyways, I'm, I'm going to get off that. I, but I just wanted to say that. I keep it real with everybody. Whether I'm a fan of you or not, I'm going to keep it real with you. You went there out of curiosity, my guy. Anyways, um, you know... Dwight Howard, you're disgusting if you're alleged of doing this, man. You're disgusting not because of your sexuality or whatever you choose to identify with. Because he, I believe he is someone who says, I just, he's one of those men that's like, I have sex with men, but I don't have emotional connections with men. I think he called himself a freaky man. He said, I was a freaky man. He's a freaky ad new. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, man, I'm sorry. Listen, uh, he said he was like, I'm just a little. He said some that was <laughs> he said something that was crazy about himself. But, hey, you know, however you describe yourself, man, it is what it is. Um, but raping motherfuckers is not cool. Whatever you are, freaky man um, or not like you, 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 you doing that is not cool. You forcing someone to take oral sex from you. It's not cool. You forcing someone to uh, into a threesome is not cool. If they didn't agree to it, they didn't agree to it. If you wanted a threesome, kept it real with dude. Kept it real with dude. She just be like, hey, man, I know we agreed to some, but there's some guy coming around. Then, you know, some, some other dude who want to join in. How you feel about that? And if Buddy was OK with it, Buddy's OK with it. And then he, if he still tried to, you know, because you're accusing him of saying this nigga lying pretty much and trying to cop, you know, trying to capitalize off of this situation. If he agreed to it, show the evidence. But if that's not the case, simply just saying, I'm not saying that is what he's trying to say, but I feel as though that is in the realm of what he's trying to say in others. Simply just saying, well, what is the problem? Aren't you a man who have sex with other men? Aren't you gay? So why would why would a threesome with all three men be a problem to you? Why would that be a problem? Because he agreed to have sex with you. 
Well, he agreed to only do what he wanted to do with you. Not with another man. Not with Howard Dwight. Not with the black Howard. Dwight Howard. And that was it. He wanted to do what he wanted to do with you. And you only. And you brought some other man out. And like I stated before. That's when it became non-consensual. So that's that. We're getting into 40 minutes of this thing. Um, so I think I feel as though I, I shared my thoughts on both. Again, Diddy and Dwight Howard. Again, with the whole Josh Giddy thing. As I said it last week, I'll reiterate it here, but it's nothing really new. Uh, if he is guilty of... I've seen people say some wild comments too. I see someone say... Uh, people make comments like this on YouTube. See someone say, it happened a year ago, get over it. It happened a year ago, get over it. If the girl's alleged to, alleged to be 15 years old and it happened a year ago, that just means she's 16 now, which still makes it illegal, you dumbass motherfucker. And also, it don't matter if it happened a year ago, get over it. White Oh man, y'all are the kings and queens of get over it when it comes to shit. But then, mm, let me not. That because I'll take a whole nother 40 minutes, man. I'm trying to stay on topic. But it happened a year ago, get over it. And then he said her her he said something about her parents are, you know, not speaking to about it, this, that, and the third. Just because her parents aren't speaking about it doesn't mean that what she's alleged is not true. Now, the one point that I do believe that is that is actually, uh, you know, and I was questioning this myself because there's a couple of videos of her inside of a club. You have to be 18 years old to be in a club. If she's alleged to be 15 years old, how'd she get in this club? with a fake ID, most likely. Or if she didn't use a fake ID, because I've been to clubs that let underage motherfuckers in with and without fake IDs. It happens. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm going to say. It happens. I've seen shit. Uh, but if they let her into these clubs... Knowing that either with the fake, because they got fooled by the fake ID, they knew it was a fake ID, but they passed it off as, oh, they thought it was real. Or they knew she didn't have an ID, they knew she was 15, but they're like, there's this young, hot 15-year-old, let her in. Somebody going fuck, somebody going drink, somebody going get drunk and not tell, be able to tell the difference. So what? You know, not on me. Whether that was the case or not, she is in the wrong for that. All right? But Josh Giddy, Josh Giddy, if he found this woman, right, and she let it be known that she was 15, and he was still going on, uh, he was still dating her, He's wrong for that. But if he thought she was 18, and because I saw this comment as well, as well, 
if she if he thought she was 18 or at least older old enough you know so 18 and older and then he finds out that she's not 18 and then he broke up with her and then she goes and says yeah I'm 15 and Josh Giddy knew I was 15 she's filed for that absolutely positively filed for that and Josh Giddy should not be punished now he should be ridiculed for not doing his due diligence and, and at least trying to look into the legal age of this woman. You know what I'm saying? You dating somebody, you should at least want to know, you know, if she's really, you know, how old they are for real. You know, you can't just go based off looks. Although I will say this girl does not look 15. But, you know, looks can be deceiving. I will say that. Um, and again, the fact that I see her in numerous videos inside of a club with makes it feel as though again yeah clubs do let people win illegally it does happen but it, that's not every club um because i've been to clubs where i've i've seen people uh not get it because they weren't eight uh 18 and older you know what i'm saying um or 21 and older right i've seen people not uh get turned off turned away because they try to pass off a uh a fake id you know um, I've seen that stuff happen. So, um, you know, clubs get it right. I'm going to say majority of the time. Um, but they get it wrong often as well. Um, so with that being said, I don't want to make it seem as though that, you know, Josh Giddy is, that's what I'm saying, allegedly. If he's alleged, you know, uh, guilty of this, then yeah, he deserves it. But I wouldn't say that he's guilty if she put on this impression that she was 18 years old or just of age in general. And then the moment he found out, that's when he broke up with her. And then she decides, I'm going to reveal my real age to the world to put him on blast. That's foul of her. That's foul of her. And whatever case she's trying to throw at Josh Kitty should be thrown away. She should be the one in trouble. Because you just don't do that to people. That's weaponizing your your age. That's just, that's that to me is just, that's crazy. You just don't do that to people. You know, that's damaging somebody's reputation. That's purposely trying to, uh, you know, hurt somebody. You know? So... That's what I got to say about that situation there. You know, that's stuff that I didn't add last week, but I want to make sure I added that to give my full total thoughts about the whole Josh Kitty situation. Again, if he knows about it, yeah, he should be dealt the, the fullest hand of extent of punishment. But if it is proven that he didn't know, or if it's just proven that this woman just lied in general, like she is really not eight, really not 15, not 16, not even 70, and she's just lying, about being younger to get this man in trouble, she should be dealt. Uh, she should be punished for that because you just don't do that. That's that's almost on the same vein of falsely uh, accusing somebody of for rape because women have done this in the past as well, where they falsely accuse someone of rape, especially a celebrity, an athlete, of rape because he didn't want to be with her anymore. You don't do that. 
You don't do that. That's not how you deal with rejections. We do, we do, women talk about men not being able to deal with rejection all the time. And yeah, their stories are valid and true. But let's talk about situations like this, if that is the case with this woman. Where a woman who is a, trying to ruin the life of this man, possibly ruin the life of a man, talk about uh, situations that happen with path ath- past athletes as well not just with Josh Giddy. but I know if it does come out to be that way Stephen A. Smith Malika Andrews Stephen A. especially they're gonna enjoy talking about this is why we didn't talk about it at first <laughs> yeah and all of y'all want it but when it comes to a black athlete y'all still wouldn't do that y'all would that a black athlete can be proven innocent and it's still ready and it's radio silent so don't give me that, don't Stephen A. I know that's the route you're gonna take. <laughs> I know that you're gonna do that. All of that. I know I, I've watched you long enough to know your mannerisms, <laughs> to know exactly your responses, how you're gonna respond to things. Stephen A. Don't want it with me because I know exactly he's he he's he can fool other people, but I've watched you long enough to know what he's gonna say before he even says when someone when a situation happens any situation I can tell y'all what Stephen A is gonna say before you even find out before Stephen A can tell you what he's gonna say about it yeah there have been times where he'd surprise me but that's what 2% of the times that's very rare actually which means I have a batting average of 98% against Stephen A when I'm guessing of what he's going to say before he says something about anything. But he does surprise me. So I'm not batting 100, but I'm very close. But anyways, I know that's going to be the the perception. I know that's going to be what it's going to what I know that's going to be the reaction if that's the case. Malika's gonna report, probably not even gonna report on it anyways. That's how she gonna do. She damn sure not gonna talk about the woman. Stephen A might on his podcast. But Malika's not gonna do that. But let it be a black athlete proven innocent, as many of them were. Radio Silent. So don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. And this is all alleged. I don't know if it's true, but I brought up one side of the argument and I'm bringing up the net side this week. If I were to shoot Giddy some bill, this woman doesn't look like she is alleged the age that she is. She probably, she acts like a 15 year old. A lot of young women nowadays acting like 15 year olds. That's for another topic for another time. But acting like a 15 year old and not being 15 years old you know doesn't make you a 15 year old by law unless you're 15 by law and you're <laughs> and you're acting like a 15 year old obviously which would make sense because by law you're 15 obviously you know or just someone underage in general obviously but if you're of age it's simply because you can't take rejection well. Yeah, that's not that's not cool. If 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 that's the case, get her out the paint. But if the other way is around, 
and get Josh Giddy out the NBA. Anyways, that's my thoughts on that situation. I know a pretty lengthy uh, topic here, but I ha- I was covering three topics in one, and I was trying to do it, you know, scatterbrain style without it going too crazy. But we still have more to talk about on this podcast, so uh, stay tuned. So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about... uh, and dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents Podcast. That is the word My Two Cents. is spelled numerically dollar sign zero dot zero two podcast. Right after that, you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast. Once again, go over, subscribe to the My Two Cents Podcast. New episodes every Monday, just like this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. Right, so this next topic here, I'm going to talk about a bit about the Jonathan Majors situation. Now, this is another case that I was waiting to see as the same goes before I shared my thoughts on it. I'm not going to share, well, I will say this, I have felt now that I've seen enough for me to weigh in on this topic, even if it's a weigh in that is not necessarily conclusive of a verdict. Now, I am not on the jury. I am not the judge. I am no way in shape or form related to this situation. Obviously, if I was, I wouldn't be talking about it on a public platform. Damn sure not on, on my, my podcast. So I can get I can talk about this situation, but obviously still I have to watch what I say because You know, that's just what it is. But I will say this and the stuff that I will say is stuff that I can't say that I know I can't say. Um, So here it goes. So anyone who is unaware of what's going on with the drama surrounding the actor Jonathan Majors, Jonathan Majors is alleged of uh, physically harming his ex-girlfriend. I believe I forget her. I believe her last name is Jabari. I believe I say they're her first last name. I just heard her be ref- referred to as Jabari. I don't know her first name if that isn't her first name, but she, uh, but he uh, had a relationship with this woman Jabari, who goes by the name Jabari, and um, they broke up because of alleged Jonathan Majors cheating 
which led to the alleged attack that Jabari claims Jonathan Majors did on her. Um, for months, and I mean literally for months, like almost like this entire year of 2023, to my knowledge at least, it could have been longer, but it seemed as though for like the entirety of this year, it seemed as though the evidence in quotation marks, because it was just her word um, at the time. But it seemed as though what was coming out was painting Jonathan Majors as the guilty party, as the one who is, um, you know, in the wrong. And he is whatever that whatever Jabari is, is alleged, alleged Jonathan Majors of doing is actually true, you know, Um I've heard other people speak on this situation. And again, I decided to bite my tongue for a number of reasons. Um, The main reason being um, because I didn't necessarily see anything from either side, whether it's Jabari's side or whether it's Majors' side. I didn't see anything from either side that warranted a response. It was still a okay (laughs) or a it was something that I felt that again I had to wait and see before speaking about it you know um, because it just did not make sense for me to speak up about it for me personally I've seen other people speak up about it and that they had their reasons for why they felt whatever was being presented at the time was enough information for them to share their thoughts on it I can't tell you why that's them so you're going to have to ask them you know And I'm not one to parrot somebody else's thoughts simply because they said it, you know? Um, I'm not the dude that's strapped for content so much to where I'm going to just sit back and watch other people make content, especially if it's similar content to what I make, right? Like a podcast about um, pop culture and, you know, worldly events. I'm not the type that's going to sit back, watch someone else's commentary on it, and then parrot that person's commentary uh, you know, and act as if though I didn't, you know, do that or, you know, add a little bit something different to the conversation to what they said and then act as if though this is all original thoughts coming from my mind when it's just me parroting what somebody else said. <clears throat> as I stated in the first clip, this ain't the homophobic podcast. This ain't the podcast to where we're going to shame men for having sex with men. This is also not the podcast where we're just going to sit around and parrot content from other people's reporting podcast or this, that, and the third. If I don't have anything, if I personally don't have anything to say about a situation, I don't care how many other people said something or made content about it. I personally don't have anything about it to say about it, and therefore I'm not going to speak on it until or unless I have something to say about it. And it's really that simple, you know? So that's why it really took me so long to speak about this whole Jonathan Majors thing. But what's the one thing that had me finally say, okay, now I feel comfortable at least saying something about this situation or something other than this is why you don't fuck with white women. But other than that, you know, um, it was the video, the video of him running away from the alleged victim 
of this abusive crime. This video, this video that was taken on a street camera that shows Jonathan exiting the vehicle. And yeah, you can see him shoving Jabari into the vehicle. And it's not like a like a shove, like he's he's you can see him pretty much trying to get away from her. And his one of the motive getting away was making sure that she stays within the vehicle so he can make his exit, right? And get away. You see that, and but then you see him running off. And then more street cameras show other angles of what is going on that night. What happened that night? He's running and she is running right after him. Now, she says, hey, yeah, I was running right after him because I caught him cheating. And I wanted to know what was up. And I was in the heat of the moment and I was angry, this, that, and a third. Okay. hell I've been there I won't say we all been there but I've been there and that doesn't make you a victim and I'm just gonna flat out say that that from the video evidence that doesn't make you a victim at all and it's the same logic what's his name George Zimmerman it's the same logic George Zimmerman used to follow Trayvon Martin, pick a fight with him, and then when he was losing said fight, pull out his gun and shoot him. It's the same type of logic. I'm the victim here. I'm the victim because I was looking at this suspicious teenage, this suspicious black teenage boy walking around in a hoodie in this neighborhood. I've never seen him around here before. So I'm taking it upon myself to follow him. He notices me following him. He has a problem with it as anyone who notices somebody following him would take issue with. We get into a verbal spat. I physically attack first. And yet, I'm still the victim. I follow him. I, even though I was told by the dispatcher not to follow. I disobeyed police dispatcher laws, rules. I followed somebody even though I was told not to. I attacked first. And, uh, and I feared for my life, so that's why I killed him. It's of the same logic. Now, obviously, Jabari didn't kill J- uh, uh, Majors. But this whole idea of I'm accusing you of doing something suspicious or I seen something suspicious going on and now I am going to uh, you know try to enact some type of, of force onto you to whatever right and you're trying to avoid this con- you're, you're trying to avoid this interaction right but I want to continue to force this interaction so I'm going to follow you, but I'm still a victim here. Don't, don't get it twisted. I'm still the victim here, even though I followed you, even though I tried to force you into an interaction you didn't want to be in in the first place. But I'm the victim because you twisted my arm to take your phone away. You shoved me into the car 
so you can run away from me because you didn't you didn't want to have the conversation I wanted to have which but I'm still the victim here yeah um it's 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 not I don't know I I I I I, I want to say it's not looking good for Jabari but I still would I still don't have any confidence that Jonathan Matrix is going to get out of this unscathed. Like I don't have the confidence, honestly, to to to. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not confident that he won't uh, get out of this unscathed. No matter how uh, heinous that video makes Jabari looks, trust me, it does. I still don't think Jonathan Majors is going to get out as scot free as one might hope. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, of course. Um, but um, that's pretty much the commentary I had to say about it is um, that video does not make her look good. If you're screaming, I'm the, I'm the victim of abuse. I'm the victim of this, that, and the third. Now, other people are like, other people had their reasons for why they claimed that she wasn't a victim before. I know there's a video of her at the club uh, drinking like crazy. Um and all this and others made comments saying maybe that was her way of coping um, you don't know when that video was taken blah 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 you know all this other shit but I do want to say to the folks who, who come to her defense how do you defend this this being the video how do you defend a victim chasing after their abuser you know in this situation here. How do you explain that? Now, trust me, I get on this podcast, I get on this YouTube channel, I get on every platform, and I'm like, I have zero problems with victims going after their abusers. If there's evidence that shows that, you know, there was far more harm other than Jonathan Majors texting another woman and saying, I wish I was kissing you right now, something like that, to that nature. That's not warranted any other attack. Let me get it straight. I've gone, like I said, I've been here before. I've been that dude that went on the prowl because I caught, you know, my woman texting somebody else some shit. That didn't excuse my behavior, just like it doesn't excuse Jabari's behavior or anybody else's behavior. When I say things like, yeah, I'm all for victims going after their abusers. It's, you know, a situation of, of rape, you know, an attack, so, you know, someone attacks somebody, then the, the victim, the attack victim gets up, gets their legs back and starts wailing on the person attacking them to, to uh, protect themselves. But then the person who is no longer a threat starts to run away. Um, Legally, I would say for legal sake, you you would stop chasing after that person because then they can come around and say you were the aggressor, despite them being the original aggressor. But, you know, if we talking street wise, yeah, go after that person. Make sure they never, ever attack you ever again. You know what I'm saying? They never get the chance. But like, so, but this ain't the situation like that. This is a situation of, a woman catches a man cheating on the phone, allegedly, right? She sees a text, an inappropriate text that she doesn't like. And she decides that she wants to, uh, you know, have an aggressive 
conversational or aggressive uh, type of uh, like she wants to address that in an aggressive tone and then the dude doesn't want to do that so he he tries to leave and this woman is being aggressive about it so then he tries to defend himself again by gra- doing grabbing his phone and, and trying to get away from her by keeping her in the car and then trying to run away from her and he was successful at running away from him. the video shows he's got distance uh, between them but you can see literally Jonathan is here she is like here and you can see her chasing after majors the entire time you know what I'm saying so it's like it's not a good look for Jabari but like I said I don't think it's it's gonna make Jonathan Majors look because I don't because I don't think the courts are gonna make it seem as though she's too much in the wrong if they're going to side with this white woman which they have a history of doing then it's it's even clear cut evidence like this that doesn't make Jabari look good is is still going to be uh, seen as nothing too serious um, or just you know I don't know disregarded I don't know Um, but yeah that's my thoughts on that I'm not going to share much more else unless I have something else to say that probably won't be till next year that probably won't be till some some other time later who knows but that's what I gotta say about that situation here we'll get into the last topic stay tuned So <clears throat> that's where I had to bust out the sweater for this one because when you're talking about demons, witches, it can get pretty cold. It can get pretty cold up in a piece. And you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to protect this space from all of that. It's already cold outside. I don't want it to be cold in here. Um, but we are talking about the demon, which that is De- Jada Pinkett Smith. She's in the news again. Um, for the same shit, you know, nothing different as, as, as far as what's she in the news for now. Um, but you know, it's, you know, it's something that was like, you know what, since she can't seem to shut up about this situation, since, since she wants the attention, I will give it to her and get something in return. The views, baby. So that's what we doing over here, Right. So, what's she in the news for? <clears throat> Let me take a sip real quick. Because demons don't like water. I don't think they do. But anyways. So, Jada Pinkett Smith is in the news because she has dubbed the slap that Will Smith did to Chris Rock at the Oscars. She dubbed it the Holy Slap. The slap that saved her marriage. The moment, the defining moment in their long tenure of being together. That moment was the defining moment. She realized Will Smith was the man for her. Will Smith actually loves her. 
And that was when she realized she can't leave the man. Boy, do I have a lot to say about that statement alone. But before I get into all of that, I'm going to get into her backtracking now and supporting publicly, supporting Will Smith's slap, even though she was against the slap and against what Will Smith did and was publicly against it. After she was publicly for it for the first time, <laughs> it happened. I'm going to give you the rundown of what happened in this situation as far as Jada Pickett Smith's back and forth and forth and back regarding this situation. Don't, don't, and I'm going to make it clear right now, this ain't got nothing to do with love. This ain't got nothing to do with how she personally feels, that Will feels about her. This has everything to do with reputation. I'm going to get deeper into that, but let's get to the timeline. So let's backtrack to the slap, right? Oscar night happened. This was uh, a year ago or two at this point ago, uh, at this point now, some time ago. Will Smith slaps Chris Rock for making a joke about Jada Pickens' bald ass head. Boom, right? After that night, the entire Smith family, or at least the famous ones, Will, Jada, uh, and the kids, the two famous kids, Willow and um, uh, Jaden, they all, in their way, celebrated, right? There's a family picture of them celebrating. There's pictures of just the parents celebrating. And then, uh, you know, Jaden had the caption. Let me put my sleeve down because I felt the chill telling you them demons but nah <laughs> um you know um Jaden Smith put a put a caption in one of the pictures uh or he he posted don't fuck with the family pretty much like listen like you know we we tight over here and you you talk about my mom my, my dad's gonna get at you I'm gonna get at you you know what I'm saying like that's just what it is any type of family honestly like from that that alone, like you would want that. Like I would want my family to do that. I would I would, you know, if I have kids one day, you know what I'm saying? Someone talk shit about my wife, right? And I slap the shit out that nigga, right? <laughs> I would want my kids to be like, hell yeah. That's what dad, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be on dad's side. And if you talk shit about my mama or my dad, we coming for you ass because this is what we do over here. Hell yeah. That's the type of family I would want to raise. But I wouldn't want a wife like Jada. Because Jada was on board for that until everybody else got in there, until the public, people outside of their family, started saying, oh my God, Will was this, Will was that. And Jada wanted to protect her own hide, threw Will under the bus. And she did so for years to come, months to come, after that. Holy slap. She would throw him under the bus by saying he was wrong, publicly saying that he was wrong. Uh, throw him under the bus saying that, you know, um, Chris Rock didn't deserve it. Uh, throwing him under the bus, agreeing that the punishment that he got from being, you know, a band from the Oscars for two years or so was warranted, even though my man Will Smith said he didn't care and that's a stance that I'm glad he 
he took or say he's he doesn't care because I wouldn't give a fuck either. But, you know, she said all of that. Threw the man under the bus for something she is now dubbing a, dubbing a holy slap. Jada, do you think we forgot? And if you may have been someone who forgot or simply didn't know, let me remind you. Because do not let this demon, because this is what demon witches do. They like to put on fronts. They act, they like to put on act and then pretend like no. This woman don't make it. Don't 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 let her fool you into thinking she is in full support of what her man did that night. She probably was initially, and then she saw the backlash he got, and then when he got the backlash for it, she would throw him under the bus. But then now she got backlash for throwing him under the bus and continuing to embarrassed this dude and now it's oh no i love my man she 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 like she threw him under the bus grabbed him and now she's oh no no we're we're in love we're in love get it see see she's like (laughs) wiping the dirt off this dude and and all that stuff and she's kissing all his boo-boos see look i love him see see we're good if you buy this stuff you deserve to be fooled but I'm going to still call it out either way because that's exactly what's going on. She celebrated with Will that night. He gets the backlash. She throws him under the bus. She spends years throwing him under the bus after that. Some time, a year at least, throwing him under the bus, tarnishing his name, and then saying, how dare he even call me his wife on that day because we've been separated for seven years. So adding more fuel to the fire. Now all of a sudden, I loves Will. I loves me some Wheels. I loves, he, Wheels loves me's. No, it don't work like that. You ain't ain't fooling me, mama. Like that ain't, that ain't, that is not how it's going down over here. You didn't get the reaction that you was hoping to get. You was hoping that by continuing to throw Will under the bus, that you would get some type of fame. You would get some type of notoriety. You would get some type of go, sister, go. Yas queen, you you, you wanted all of that. You wanted the yas queen treatment. But you didn't get that. You got backlash and the very people that you wanted praise for them ignored everything that you did. Everything that you did. And now you, no, 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 no. I, I love Will. He loves me. We're, we're not going to get divorced. We, we, what? Now let's get on to the problematic comic of the comments of it took that defining moment. For you to realize that Will actually does love you. Fellas, this is why, and I kept saying that to Will, but he didn't want to fucking listen. And I know I'm not gonna to continue to tell Will. Just like I've talked about this situation in the past, I'm not gonna uh, you know, I'm gonna say here. I'm not gonna be the one to go on and tell Will, oh, you need to do this, that, and the third. He ain't gonna to listen to any of us, dog. We need to stop doing that. We meaning you, because I've been stopped doing that. I'm not gonna tell Will what he needs to do. You need to stop doing that. He's not going to listen to you. 
Will has it set in his mind that being treated this way is a sign of a successful marriage in his in his eyes. If he leaves Jada or allows her to leave him, then he is considered a failure in his eyes. And no matter how many times you and I or anybody else can tell him that is not the case, that is not true. That this one failed marriage or this one not so good situation doesn't make you a failure at life. He is always going to constantly believe that. He's got that etched in his head. Only Will at this point can help him see that it is, that that is not the case. So I'm not I'm not going to continue to try. You can keep trying if you want to. I'm not. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to speak on these situations when I see fit and get these views, of course. Because you know what? If Jada's doing it for the attention, why not cap out for it? That's my thing at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get my views out there. I'm going to get my point of view out there while getting these views. You know what I'm saying? And protecting myself from demons. You know? But... That comment is super toxic and is dangerous because the man could have lost his entire career. And what Jada essentially is saying when she says that was the defining moment, that that was the moment that she realized that Will Smith actually does love her. That's really, really toxic. Like you, like I said, they've been together forever. I am sure Will being the romantic that he is, that's no insult. That's a compliment. Him being the man that he is, that he is, has shown Jada and their children how much he adores and loves them in far less toxic forms than physically attacking somebody else. I know Will has done it. I don't know Will personally. Never met the man, but I have a strong, 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 very strong inkling that he has shown ways of affection without it being a, 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 you know, a act of violence to protect, you know, he's probably had to do that in the past as well. And that's nothing wrong with that when you're protecting a loved one, of course, but he hasn't, he has shown that he's loved Jada and his family just but she talked about herself, but he has shown that he loved her in other ways that didn't involve him having to slap another human being. But none of that shit mattered until he almost put his entire, of uh, his entire career at risk of, of losing uh, his entire career and his freedom. And I learned this recently. Chris Rock can still press charges if he wants to. There could be a point in time where maybe Chris Rock is is experiencing some type of pain on his face or some damage he didn't even know happened. Well, he finds out later and then he finds out this pain has uh, had a cure because of that slap. He can still press charges. And then if there's, especially if there's surgery that needs to be involved, some type of procedure that needs to be involved to take care of that. Oh, that's coming out of the Smith's pockets. That's coming out of Will's pockets. 
Jada, that's coming out of your pockets. Them kids, that's coming out of their pockets. Chris Chris Rock has all the power in that situation to say, I can sue, I'm pressing charges, and you all are taking care of my medical bill. And probably can do more than that. And again, I just recently found that out. Whether it's true or not, but I believe it, but I was recently told that was the case. That Chris Rock can still press charges. It's because he didn't choose to press charges that night. It's because Will never got arrested. Doesn't mean that he can't press charges any date and time. He still has the ability to press charges on Will for that night. So Will is in a constant state of having to look over his shoulder to see if the cops are there, but also having to make sure that he's not going to end up in a situation to where he wakes up one day and there's a warrant out for his arrest. Because if what I was told is true, this man is just one, one phone call away from having warrants put out on this man. One phone call away from Chris Rock to say, hey, I I want to press charges today. I woke up. I went to the dentist today. They said I had a fucked up, you know what I'm saying? It was because of Will. And I want to, you know, I want to press charges. Now he's got a warrant on his arrest. Now he's got a warrant for his arrest. I think it's either him or the the police can decide they can still want to go forward with charges. Uh, I'm getting it mixed up, but I believe either Chris can do that or the police can decide. Either or, in both scenarios, the police, even if... It's far more dangerous if it's the fucking police because they can just say, hey, oh, we got, it's almost the end of the month. We got to get our arrested nigga quota up. How about that nigga will? (laughs) Bro, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And now Will Smith did the slap. He was the one who did the slap. So ultimately, yes, it is. It will be him, not necessarily Jada. Yes, it's on Jada. It's dumb of her to make a stupid-ass comment. Like, that was the defining moment that made me realize, yeah, he loves me, and I'm never going to leave him because he 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 pretty much showed he's willing to risk his entire career for me, which goes to show what myself and others have said about Jada to begin with. She's jealous of Will. She's jealous of Will's career. She is jealous of Will's career to the point where it took him to risk. Because I'm not going to use the word almost, because like I said, if what I was being told the other day was true, he's still at risk of losing his career because the cops or Chris Rock, whoever has that say, can one day wake up and say, I'm pressing charges on your ass. that can be damaging to his career. Again, he's still so he's still at risk. I'm still going to use at risk. I'm not going to say almost. He's still at risk of losing his career. Jada knows that. And that was the moment she decides that she's not going to leave Will. Or she claims she's not going to leave Will because of that. 
See, Jada is doing this whole thing where she's trying to clean herself up. She's trying to clean up the marriage and make it make it seem as though everything is fine over here. When you're actually doing more damage, you're not pulling the wool over niggas' eyes like myself or just people who know better. And this didn't make headline news like the other shit because people are tired of hearing your fucking mouth. You backtrack all the fucking time. You say shit that wasn't a problem is a problem and shit that is a problem to you is now no longer a fucking problem. People caught on to the shit, even the people who were at the beginning yas queening you. Because there were some folks yas queening her, dubbing her that shit. But even them niggas not even coming to her defense anymore. Because she's looking real ridiculous. And that's what demons do. Demons look fucking ridiculous when they out here. She's looking real ridiculous. She's looking uglier by the fucking day every time she opened her mouth. That's That's me speaking, by the way. But... Don't nobody believe her. And she's trying to do this whole damage control thing. And she's making things worse. Why? Because that's what demons do. Demons make everything work, man. Like, they make everything worse. Ain't no, There's no way they can fix shit. And this is her doing. Yes, he did the slap. Will did the slap. I'm not taking that away from him. He wouldn't have a almost pending warrant for his arrest had he not slapped Chris Rock. Simple as that. You can't, if he would have just screamed, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, you can't press charges on that. The cops can't say, oh, that's grounds for assault. No, it's not. The cops can't say, we're going to arrest you for our, to, 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 uh, satisfy our arrest a nigga quota before the month because you screamed at Chris Rock. You, you can't arrest them on that, but they can satisfy their quota with a slap. Chris Rock can say, oh, my jaw hurts today. I'm going to the dentist. Now I need this, uh, you know, multi-thousand dollar surgery to fix my fucking face because you fucked it up. I'm suing you and trusting charges for a slap. Not for screaming, but for a slap. So again, I don't want to take any of that away from Will. I said in my comments about it. Yes, I still think it, it was the funniest live moment in probably TV history. And I, I must stand by that. Because the dark humorous in me likes it. <laughs> I thought it was funny. But after what well, you know, yeah, take the humor aside. Take the aspect that it happened at a white place, like like the Oscars aside, and it, it made them curl, uh, pearl clutch and everything. Take all that aside. <clears throat> Look at the severity of the situation. And yeah, I see a guy like Will Smith, who I do still like and respect, despite me disagreeing with how he approaches this situation. I still do have a numerous amount of respect for the man. I see a man like that be at risk still of tarnishing his career because again, if I would if what I was being told is true, he can still be charged for that, no matter how long ago it was at this point in time. And that was the defining moment that made Jada Pickett Smith say, or her mind say, yeah, I'm not going to leave this man. 
even though you spent damn near a year after that moment throwing him, throwing him under the bus for that moment. What woman puts down and drags her man through, through the mud for an act that she deems the savior of their marriage or their relationship? If someone does something and you deem that action to be so great that it's a it's a defining moment within you all's relationship, why would you throw why would you throw them under the bus for that moment? Why would you continue to use that moment to uh, explain as to why you don't necessarily have uh, positive feelings about them? How is that a defining moment in y'all's relationship? A positive defining moment. A holy slap, as you put it. It's the holy grail. It's the it's the it's the moment that was just like, huh? No. What it is, Jada, is that your initial thought may have been, yeah, my ego is telling me. I love to see a man act violent toward another man on my behalf. I love to see this man that I am jealous of ruin his career or possibly ruin his career. Because I've always felt the way that he outshined me. Then you saw the backlash he got for that moment. And you saw the association you had with him obviously being his wife. And you wanted to protect your ass, your career. You separated yourself from him. Not just physically, but spiritually, mentally, and figuratively as well. By throwing him under the bus. Then you got backlash for doing that, for throwing him under the bus, for not defending him and being called out for defending him, for celebrating with him at first and then throwing him under the bus because you thought people weren't going to notice those pictures. Y'all posted it on IG and all over the, and posted on IG. Your own son was posting pictures and shit and and, and, and posts. You're all, you're a fair, very famous family, y'all. You post something, your son posts something, your husband posts something. People are going to see it. People are going to remember it. And even if you're, they're not like the most celebrity into celebrity news type shit. People remember shit, Jada. Because unlike most of your fans, possibly, if you even got fans, to be honest with you, but like not everybody's some brain dead, brain dead zombie that's easily fooled by headlines and they're, they're here today and gone tomorrow and forget things. It goes in one ear and out the other. A lot of us remember shit. 
and you're looking at somebody who does. I remember you celebrating with Will. I remember you throwing him under the bus for months. I remember the backlash that he got, and then you kept continuously piling on to that backlash. I also remember you getting backlash for doing that. And now you're backtracking and saying, I love me some Will Smiths. Just to avoid the backlash, because now that you're now you see that you're the one primarily getting the backlash, no one's giving the backlash to Will anymore. Will's career, although, like I said, it is still at risk. He is still it's still thriving. It's still going. He might not be in good movies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Despite how you feel about Emancipation or some other movie he did after that, I believe. But he's still getting roles. It didn't damage him that much. Sure, he's banned from the Oscars. Who give a fuck, though? He don't clearly give a fuck. So, now you want to be back on the wheel train. And he's going to allow you back on. So, like I said earlier, like, I'm not going to tell, like, Will is, that's just where he is. You know? I got my thoughts on it. I said my thoughts on it. I'm not going to beat a dead horse. He's going to let her back on the train. He never wanted her to get off the train in the first place. But, you know, it is what it is. So, but I'm still going to call you out for it. And then out, out of all respect, Will, if you got a problem with it, we can talk about it. Keyword talk about it. But my thoughts are my thoughts. And I'm not coming from a, dis- a place of disrespecting you, but I am coming from a place of saying how I feel. Simple as that. That's what's going on here. And that is my thoughts on the situation. Again, I ain't going to spend too much time on it. But I am going to rack up these views. But anyways, that's been another episode on the Earnest Thoughts Podcast. This has been the end of the podcast as far as topics go for the year. I appreciate those who um, listen to the podcast. I know that I just started doing the whole video thing. Uh this month. So, you know, it's only been a month since I've been doing the video podcast, at least the month since I've been doing a video, since I brought it back. Um, I will continue to do this in 2024. So don't fret. But if you are a subscriber of the podcast on YouTube and you want to check out older episodes, you will have to do so by listening to the audio version. But you can do that by hitting the link in the description box below. And vice versa for the audio listeners, if you want to check out the YouTube channel, description box below as well. Check out the other links in the description box below. Can help support what I got going on over here, supporting me and Yenado in general and all that good stuff. Um, Yeah, you know, that's that. Yo. Speaking of demons, I thought I saw a ghost or some shit. Did y'all see one? <laughs> I thought I had to. We had to get, you know what I'm saying? We on camera. I can't be pulling out stuff on camera now. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Thanks for listening. I am watching. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter. LGBTQIA plus lives. Matter.
Black women matter. Black men matter. Black children matter. And I'm out. Peace.